On this edition of Magic Pod Squad, we catch up with Jerry Ice Reynolds, one of the original members of the Orlando Magic. And if you are a longtime Magic fan, you certainly remember Ice. Magic fans, the Florida Department of Transportation reminds you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. If you've been drinking, don't get behind the wheel. Instead, find a sober driver or catch a ride service. Remember, drive sober or get pulled over. Have a great night and drive safe. There may not be a better storyteller in Magic history than Jerry Ice Reynolds. We take a stroll down memory lane and he fills us in on some of our favorite Magic stories over the years when Scott Skiles needed Jerry Reynolds to shoot the basketball to get 30 assists. We kind of peel the curtain back and get some insight from Jerry on what was going through his mind on that night. Where does Kapaya come from? Jeff Turner's trademark on the air after a big shot. We get that as well. Jerry Reynolds playing for that inaugural Magic team. The characters that were here in 1989. Three years in Orlando, the best three years of his professional career. So many stories, that and much, much more on this edition of Magic Pod Squad with Ice Reynolds. This is Jalen Suggs of the Orlando Magic. This is Jonathan Isaacs. This is Mo Bamba. This is Cole Anthony. This is Franz Wagner of the Orlando Magic. And this is the Pod Squad. All right, hello everyone, and welcome to another edition of Magic Pod Squad. Dante Marcatelli, George Galate, Jeff Turner, one of JT's former teammates here in City Beautiful, Jerry Reynolds. They played together three years. Jerry played eight years in the NBA, three of them right here. He's living over in Tampa, and Jerry is as mad as I am about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady being eliminated from the playoffs. I'm upset about this, Ice. Oh, man, man, my GOAT, the GOAT, man. He, <laughs> he, he, he did he did all the GOAT things to get us back, and then the defense gives up that play. I cannot believe that. No, oh, it was frustrating. It was frustrating. But it's great to see you. We're looking forward to story time, you guys catching up with Jeff Turner about those early years and having some fun in the NBA. But uh, I, I guess start there, Ice. What what what? Memories do you have when you see JT? You've been in the building a couple times, and you, you think about those three years in Orlando. Oh, man, for me personally, man, it was the uh, the best three years of my career. And um, uh, I just loved it, man. That's uh, pretty much why I'm still living here in Florida today. <laughs> and, uh, you know, my teammates, the the fans, the, the organization, everything was just kind of perfect, man. Everything, the timing was great, you know. I, I that was my first opportunity to not play behind anybody. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, uh, all the previous years of my career, I had all stars that I had to to wait to get some playing time behind. And when I got to Orlando, that wasn't the case. Everybody was, you know, it was a fresh start for everyone. And um, and the, the opportunity was just uh, was just there for whoever worked the hardest. And, um, you know, to start the opening night of the opening game, the first game, that was like the highlight of my career. That's cool. So what's that like, Jerry, when you get that call, you're in Milwaukee or sorry, you're in Seattle at that time, and you get the call to say that you're going to be a part of this expansion team in Orlando. What is the first thing that goes through your mind? That was it, really. Like, like, like really, I get to go where there's no superstars, there's no, you know, and go to a, a fresh situation. I mean, that was that was just what was uh what the doctor ordered for me, you know. And I was uh I was elated. I was really elated and looking forward to it. I this is what people probably don't understand is like you know back back when you and I came into the NBA, 
rookies really you, you had to find your place right you were drafted and you as you're saying you're you know there were fewer teams you had to play behind established players and i te- tell people all the time in orlando when we started as an expansion team really that was the uniqueness about it is that you come in and we were all kind of on the same level right there was no right. pecking order you, you just came in but it made for a very competitive environment uh, every day in practice and everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, that's what I was, I was ready for all of that. You know what I mean? Because, you know, I had, I think I was five years in when I got to Orlando. So I was a veteran. Um, You know, I knew how to play. I just wanted to play. I just wanted to have that opportunity to, um, to show, to show what, what my skills were, you know, because I think they were kind of closeted on the other teams, Milwaukee, you know, we had a couple of all-stars Cummings and Moncrief. Then I get traded to Seattle. I have X-Men and Dale Ellis, you know, and, and, um, it was a veteran, it was a veterans league back then, you know, and, and, um, uh, Don Nelson, uh, broke me in really early. Like even as soon as he drafted me, he said, he said, Jerry, uh, rookies don't play for me. I don't like rookies. I'm like, I'm like, welcome, welcome to Milwaukee. Why do you draft me then? Why, you know, why, why would you draft me then? You know, I was happy to be drafted, of course, but sure, you know, sure. um, so yeah, it was just a different time. But like, like Jeff said, that, that um Orlando situation was just everybody on the same page and on the same uh, playing field. And, you know, the best guys started on, on opening night. And um, I just happened to be one of those guys. And uh, I cherish that. I cherish that night. Well, your three best statistical years, over 12 points a game, all three years here in Orlando, but I got to get into this jumper. I got to get into this offense that you have. I got to get into the, you know, it it says online and you got to correct me if I'm wrong, but it says you started that 24 seven saying that your (laughs) jump. Here we go. (laughs) Yeah, I got to hear it. I got to hear the story. Is okay. It a fact or not? It, it, it's, well, they say it's a fact. I don't say it's a fact because <laughs> I'm from New York and people talk trash in New York. So yes, yes. I, I had heard that many, many times before I uttered it in a, uh, in an interview when I was, um, I was at LSU as a freshman and I was being interviewed and the guy was interviewing me. So he said, well, Jerry, tell me about your jump shot. Actually, my jump shot was the worst part of my game. Really? And so he goes, well, what, what about your jump shot? I said, man, my jump shot is on 24-7, seven days a week. <laughs> you know, I'm just talking smack, man. And, 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 and years later, it didn't even happen right away. I heard years later, they said, I'm the guy that started it, which is funny to me. Every time I hear that, it brings a smile to my face because I didn't start it. But I'll, I'll, take, I'll take the credit for it. Okay. <laughs> Jeff, does that does that sound like Ice? Ice didn't talk out there, did he? Ice talked a lot of time. There's so <laughs> many great ice lines. And you know, Jerry, I share, you know, you know, stories with these guys all the time about those early days. And you know, one of the things, you know, I remember about um about you was there there was a there was a time where like free throw shooting, right? Like when you first got to the magic and everything, you didn't shoot a lot of free throws and, you know, you're probably average, but there was a stretch where 
you decided that for you to be a score, a great score, you had to get to the free throw line. And I remember you telling, you know, us as a team, you know, just in your your way, your trash talking way that you made the decision that if I'm going to be a scorer, I got to get to the line and I'm just going to make them. And it was kind of like a, a mental thing. Right. And um, wow. I just you know, I tell young people that all the time when I talk, if you decide that this is how you got to score, you're going to step up to the line because you want to be there. And that's the way you approached it. Do you remember that at all? I well, mean, yeah, yeah, because, you know, I, I figured true. out, um, you know, as I was going through my career uh, of, of playing behind people, that when I did get into the game, uh, there were no plays run for me. So in order for me to score the ball, I had to figure out ways to do that other than having plays run for me. So I was a good defender. I got steals. Um, I was a decent rebounder. I got rebound putbacks. Um, uh, and then um, Don Nelson was the one who, who made me become a better free throw shooter. Every day in practice, Don Nelson used to say, Jerry, I love the fact that you get fouled and you, you know how to get to the, to the basket on anybody. But when you go to the, back, uh, to the free throw line, it's like a turnover, Jerry. He said, you're like a turnover. We, you miss both free throws and we just give the ball back to the other team. And that used to wear on me and wear on me and wear on me. Because when I got to the NBA and in college, I was a 50, 55% free throw shooter at LSU. And then when I came into the game, I mean, to the NBA, I was a, I was a 56, 57% uh, percent free throw shooter when I first entered the league. And with Don Nelson telling me that almost every day in practice, I started to work on my free throws and work on my free throws and work on my free throws. And I think my highest percentage in the NBA was 80%. So I went from 50, wow. 80. Um, and, and as a result, my average went up as well. You know, I never scored double figures in the league before until I got to Orlando. And, you know, and that's when I kind of, my game, I was a veteran. I was kind of in my prime when I got to, uh, to Orlando. I was like 20, 28, 27, 28 years old. Um, so everything was, uh, the timing was great, you know. And um, uh, thank God for Don Nelson used to yelling at me about being a turnover. You, you're like a turnover. <laughs> so, yeah, so, I, I really so Don, did, on, Don, didn't, want you, Don didn't want you there as a rookie, and Don doesn't want you shooting free throws. Like, sounds like Don is all over you when you get there. He wanted me to shoot free throws better. I actually got fouled a lot, but I used to go to the line and, and, and come up with nothing. <laughs> and that was very frustrating for me, to be honest, you know. Um, so, so I just took it upon myself. I was a professional and I knew that, you know, that was going to make me into a better player. Jerry, who was the who was the competitor that brought the best out of you? Who, who was the best trash talker? Who was the one that you that really got you going the most? Chuck Person. Okay. Chuck Person used to talk more smack than anybody. And, Is that right? And he had an attitude from college, actually, with me, personally. So we had a, we had a thing all the way from the SEC. Uh, he and I entered the SEC as freshmen together. And I think I was the freshman of the year. Uh, but... But he 
won the freshman. No, no, I think uh, I think Kenny Walker actually won it. Was okay. the freshman of the year when because man, we were loaded in the SEC. Chuck was at yeah. Auburn. I was at LSU. Kenny Walker was at Kentucky. Jeff was at uh, I think Jeff, you're a year you were a year earlier than me, weren't you, Jeff? Yeah, yeah, I graduated in '84, so you were the next year after. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So, so yeah, but it was loaded, man. And, and and I remember Chuck Person coming up to me the first time I ever played against him in the SEC. He was like, "Yeah, Jerry, I heard about you, but I'm the S I I'm the S H I T around here." <laughs> as, 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 as a freshman, I, I never seen this guy in my life, you know. And he's like coming up to me, like, "Okay, whatever." <laughs> So yeah, and then we went to the NBA, and and it and it continued. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> and for the record, I got my uh, my career high on him. Um, uh, I scored thirty four points on Indiana when when Chuck was with Indiana, and he was guarding me most of the time. Did you oh, let him know? Was... Did you let him know you were going for thirty four at that time? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm we sure. had a good time talking smack because he, he you know, he. He plays well. He was a shooter, and you know they set a lot of picks for him, and and so yeah, he he was draining threes, and but uh, he he got the business given to him that night. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> so so then so then we've got to segue Dante and George to one of my favorite ice stories. And ice, uh, I don't you I know you remember this, but we're in Seattle, and Maddie, you're playing is Dell Ellis. And Maddie gives you the assignment. <laughs> we we come into the locker room and Dale just is going off. He's just Dale Ellis, right? And Maddie comes in and Maddie sits, doesn't say anything. And then he says, what I remember, Ice, is, Ice, I gave you one assignment. And Ice just gets up, looks at Maddie and said, yeah. And I'm changing the language a little bit, but yeah, <laughs> but he can't check me either. <laughs> Swagger, baby. That's what I loved about Ice, man. That's it's- great. <laughs> it, 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 it wasn't fair, man. It wasn't fair because they were running every play for Dale Ellis, right? Okay. And, and he's coming off of 10 screens on each yeah, play. Right. Right. And I'm trying to avoid this this uh, obstacle course of screens, and all these guys are screening me, and so on. I'm I'm getting you know I'm getting screened, and he's just draining shots. And so you know uh, when we got to the timeout or was it the halftime? I don't know. Um, I was pretty salty because I wasn't having any plays run for me. So so he was he was he was getting to take time off on defense when when he had to guard me. I don't even think he was guarding me, but anyway, I was guarding him, and I was supposed to be a good defensive player. So, but like I said, the screens I was having a problem with getting getting through the screens that day, and he was just he was hot. So, and 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 I was pissed that you know he wasn't having to guard me. Now, you know I'm not a scrub on offense. He he can't check me either. So yeah. <laughs> That's a story that um I heard Shaq tell that story on on, on one of the podcasts somewhere or something like that. Oh, uh, that's Shaq, beautiful. Shaq was, a, Shaq was a rookie at that time, and he wasn't yep. used to he wasn't used to NBA guys talking to talking back to coaches and stuff like that. <laughs> so it was pretty funny. Yeah, I, I think uh, I slapped the clipboard out of his hand or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't a long, it wasn't a long halftime. I just remember that. It was very simple. 
Was that the end of halftime, JT? Was that, pretty was much, that the end? Pretty much. Ice just kind of just, poof, there it is. Drop the mic right there, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about the Kapaya story? we got to get this on the record. We've heard your version, JT. The Kapaya story is a great one, too. One that, and Jerry, you know, Jeff still uses that on the air, too, after a big shot. Oh, Kapaya. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how you say I, I, it. See, I got, I got that. I got that from a um, from a local guy that you guys may or may not know by the name of James Fly Williams. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he was a big ABA, big ABA star for sure. Yeah, and a college star. You know, this guy college left star, right? the yeah. Austin as a freshman at Austin yeah. P. Right? He was in yeah. Tennessee, right, Jeff? Yeah. So you might know him. Um, so, so. I moved to this neighborhood called Brownsville when I was 14 years old and Fly lived right across the street from me. And so there was a basketball court right in front of the building where I lived and Fly, the, the older guys, Fly, World Be Free and all these guys from my neighborhood used to play outside there and right, right where we used to play. So when we were out there playing, the, the, those were the older guys. So they would come kick us off the court. Man, get out of here, shorty. Get out of here. You know, we playing right now. And I would sit there and watch Fly Williams destroy everybody. Wow. And, and so he used to say when he would hit shots, he'd be like, Kapaya! <laughs> <laughs> so you'd heard James Fly Williams say Kapaya on... Oh, man. Hey, yeah, so, so he used to hit shots on people and call Kapaya while the ball was still in the air. And, and, oh, and it was dropping. It was dropping from all over the place, you know. And it, it, it was it was almost comical that that the guy was that good. And um, uh, really, before I saw Michael Jordan play, uh, Fly was the best basketball player I had ever seen in my life. Before, what about that neighborhood? That neighborhood's crazy. You got you, World Be Free, James Williams. Like that neighborhood's nuts. I mean, those oh, New yeah. York City oh, playgrounds, yeah. right? Uh, uh, Jeff Houston, uh, Sydney Green, uh, you know, just a, 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 a plethora of, of professionals came out of uh, out of Brownsville. Phil Sellers, um, you know, just a bunch of guys. And um, and so so me being uh, growing up there, man, I, I just was exposed to a lot of professionals uh, as a young kid. And um and um, I just de developed the thirst to be where they were and to be as good as they were. Uh, World Be Free used to ride around in this Mercedes that came through the neighborhood and stuff. And uh, when he was with the Sixers um, and and it was like everybody knew that that was World. You know, he just got the only Mercedes in Brown. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's so, great. Yeah. So it was it was great, man. It was great growing up there. All right, last thing, Ice, and then we'll let you go. We really appreciate this time, but um, your time in Orlando, when you think about, you know, Jeff was just saying that the characters in that locker room, uh, a fresh start for you, a new team, a city that was just alive for NBA basketball, right? I mean, those three years just had to have been a lot of fun for you. Oh, man, it was the best, man. Um, the fans, um, for me, were were the greatest, man, and um, – you know, we didn't win a lot of games, but the fans treated us like we were like the Lakers, like we were the uh, 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 Showtime Lakers because it was just the energy uh, every night. You know, and they they came, 
and they and they and they ruled they cheered for us and uh and we felt it you know uh and we appreciated it um but yeah those those three years were the best three years of my career by far and uh jeff being one of my teammates uh terry catledge we had reggie we had uh sid green otis otis smith nick anderson um Man, we we just we had a ball, you know. It was a gr- good group of guys, and and we really worked hard, and um, we enjoyed the fans. The fans made it made it what it was, you know. They made it great, and they still have great fans there, you know. So yeah, right, it's awesome. It's awesome. Well, we love to having you back, and I know the thirty assists is a great story too. I mean, we could go on and on, and I oh, think yeah. that's been. Oh, yeah. I didn't even mention Skiles. I didn't throw Skiles in there. I mean, I mean that guy was uh, Sam Vincent Skiles. Those were our yeah. guards, man. And um, man, we 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 Skiles was an assist machine, you know, and tough as nails. Uh, uh, and he was a joy to play with. You know, all of the all of our guys that we had there, that initial team, uh, were, were great guys. You know, so. It was awesome. Jerry, did you really not know that he was one assist shy when you shot that last shot? Did you really I not? Had, have I, had, I had no clue. I had no clue. <laughs> I was playing my game, bro. I was, yes, I was, he was. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it because that's the reality <laughs> of it, you know. Uh, when, cool, I finally, so good. when I finally hit the shot, you know, I think I knew that the, the, when he had the 29th, that's when I was uh, alerted to it. Um, you know, cause I wasn't really, you know, I just, I wasn't in the loop, I guess, you know, I was out there <laughs> doing, doing Jerry Ice stuff. I'm trying to get to the, I'm trying to get to the cup, man. <laughs> Jeff, did you know, you must've known, right, Jeff? Well, he- you know, we, it kind of like filtered down, you know, Alex Martins, you know, was our PR guy. He's, you know, sin signer and he told the coaches and then it kind of drifted down, but Jerry was never sitting on the bench. Yeah, I was you know, on the he court. was in the game, yeah, I was, so I was he didn't. He had no idea. I didn't know. We're what was trying, going on. you know. We're trying to let him know, yelling out, "Ice, just shoot the ball." <laughs> <laughs> and that and meant, then, it, just shoot. This shoot meant to me just get the get your shot, not just grab it and shoot it. I wasn't that guy. I wasn't just a catch and shoot guy. You know, I'm a catch and dribble and go to the basket kind of guy. So. I, I figured it out. Okay, don't dribble and just shoot. It. I, I got it. I got it. I'm sure. I'm sure Scott saw Jerry put the ball on the floor every time and is cursing inside. God, did Jerry just shoot? Yeah, he was. We talked about that later. You know, he's like, "Damn, Jerry, I was trying to tell you." And it's like, I, I didn't. I didn't get it. Uh, it was I, easy, though. Know, it was easy. It was easy to get under Skiles' skin and everything, though. And then the the red and just little things. He was so competitive and everything. So. Um, we could go back to the Capaya story, and it all started with ice. You know, people used to tell me that this is like, or people have told me that this is like, this was like trolling is today. Ice is sitting on the bench trolling Skiles uh, in the game because Tim Hardaway is just lighting him up, and he had the Capaya mindset going on. <laughs> Your own teammate. <laughs> Jeff, it's it, Jeff. It's so funny that you remember that Kapaya thing. You know, I, I haven't used it or heard it in so long that it's it's really it's legend. Good. Come on now, it's legend. <laughs> Chip Carey, so you were Chip. So Kerry you were doing that. Still uses it as his oh, email. Really? Yeah, is Kapa- yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it was the. You know why, Jerry? Because you know, 
because it was so great, because it was so funny, because Skiles, man, the face was turning red. He was getting lit up. There was nothing he could do. And, but that's the way we were. See, that's what I, you know, I tell these guys all the time. And he's night. just yelling Kapaya on the bench? Yes, yes. To his own, you know, his own, because Hardaway was in that zone. And it's <laughs> sort of like what he was saying about black. But see, the thing is, is like those days, it was like there were a bunch of, bro- we were just guys together all the time. And we gave each other grief, you know, constantly. Yeah. That's what we did. That was that was part of our locker room culture. And it wasn't nasty. It was good natured and everything. It wasn't personal. It wasn't personal. No, <laughs> no. But some people, yeah. <laughs> Scott Skiles, yeah. you can kind of yeah. kind of see it, you know. <laughs> so the fact that we were playing and he was upset, he was kind of. It just, you know, we were all trying to suppress. We, I just wanted to laugh out loud while I was on the court. That's why. <laughs> so anyway, Ice, every time someone, if someone hits a really big shot during a game, I just let it go. Kapaya! Oh, it, it's a natural thing for you now. It's a natural yeah, thing. Yeah, man. yeah. So that lives but on. it's all that because of on. you. That's where I that's heard it funny. first. That's too where funny. does Ice come from? Where did you get the nickname Ice? Uh, sixth grade, I'm playing out on the playgrounds during recess, and um, I never even knew who Iceman was at the time. And so we're in the playground, and I, I, I guess I used to shoot crazy shots that you go that went in, and the guys on the that I was playing with, they were like, "Man, you, you, you make shots like Iceman, like Ice." And I was like, "I don't, I didn't even know who this guy was." And then I <laughs> wow. started to to uh to look at look at it a little bit, and um. And so, uh, what is this? No, you're good, Jerry. You can keep talking. We'll just get the audio. And, and, and so, and so, yeah. And 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 then when I moved from that neighborhood, I moved to a different neighborhood, and and I'm I meeting new friends, and these guys are like, man, what's your name? And I said, Ice. And it kind of nice. So that is great. I love it. I love it. Well, this has been so much fun. We appreciate this, and. We look forward to seeing you back in the building here soon, Ice. Thanks so much. <laughs> that's how that that's how that whole thing started. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's great. Well, thanks for joining us, Ice. We really uh, that'll do it for this edition of Magic Pod Squad. We'll see you next week.